Good morning, good morning. Yes, amen. Amen. Don't give up until you see. Good morning, Myra. Good morning, Robin, Diane, Elantha. Praises. Yes. Good morning, Wendy. Just want to remind you that your troubles have great value. Because if you handle trouble right, Donna, trouble can become treasure. Treasures are valuable things that we embrace. It's value causes us to protect it, Maggie. Love you so much. Um, and it will allow our troubles to not strain us, but become treasure to us. We become, we become so much better, Samantha. We become so much, uh, become so much value to the kingdom. I love you so much too, Wendy. Uh, so we, we, we want trouble to develop in the treasure, not trouble, strain us, but, but cause us to become greater treasures. Um, I, I, I was thinking this morning, um, compromising things in our lives complicates everything. Because um, we, we must always know that um, I right at my hour, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, compromising always complicates things in our lives. And we compromise which we reduce ourselves to things that won't ever value us or to people that won't ever value us. So Trina, why do we, darling, reduce ourselves to a lesser value to um, promote something of someone else that... Uh, Net, would never value us because uh, they lack respect for us because they watch us compromise and adjust ourselves to whatever they want us to be. You cannot respect the person that's not so sure, Joyce, of who they are. You, you, your level of respect for me will, will decrease if you watch me compromise 
and dummy myself down to become something or someone that won't ever give back because I'm not being my true self. Wow. Wow. Good morning, Sierra. All the way from the Carolinas. Carolinas. <laughs> Amen. We're going to get started. I just want to, to make those little comments as we waited to get into our 15th day. And, and uh, uh, we're going somewhere. And we, we're, we're almost there. And I'm so grateful to the Lord for life, health, and strength this morning. If I'm sick somewhere in my body, I don't know it. But from what I feel, Galia, and where I am this morning, and the joy of the Lord being my strength, I thank God for being so gracious and faithful, I know. Um, I'm just grateful, Irene. Yes, I'm grateful. Well, today we're going to talk about the anxiety, and that anxiety cannot rule. I need you to hear me good. Because most of us uh, walk in anxiety, which is a fear of something happening that will never happen. Isn't it amazing how the enemy manipulates us into believing there are some things that won't ever happen, but he will plant a seed in our thinking and get us in a place of fear. And as we walk in this fear, what happens? We are on the verge of heart attacks and strokes and, and many people drop dead because their anxious anxiety will kill you dead because anxiety never arrives without its friend stress. My God, when you see anxious people, you got to understand the friend to anxiety, which is stress, have showed up as well. So that's what we're going to talk about a little bit this morning. We're in our 15th day of our 21 days of inner healing for the soul. And I believe God is releasing some things in you. My God, I love Jesus. I believe God is speaking some things in your ear. I believe that God is giving you the strength and the courage to do what you have to do. Amen, somebody. Amen, somebody. Well, in our lesson today, the scripture says, be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Our second scripture this morning is, commit thy way unto the Lord. And trust him, and he shall bring it to pass. Commit thy ways unto the Lord, trust him, and he shall bring it to pass. 
And our third scripture this morning is commit your future, which is Psalms 37 and 5. Commit your future to the Lord. Can I say that to you, Galia? Can I say that to you, Samantha? Uh, commit your future unto the Lord. Trust in him and he will act on your behalf. Can I say it boldly this morning that God is acting on my behalf. Some things are coming to play on my behalf. Glory. According to America uh, Psycho Psychology Association, anxiety is an emotion characterized by feelings of tension, worried thoughts, and physical changes like increased blood pressures. People with anxiety disorders usually have reoccurring intrusion thoughts and concerns. Anxiety is a crippling disease. It distracts us from our relationship with God. And the truth is that he is the Lord of heaven and earth. I, I want to say this again. I, I want to pierce this into the image of your mind that anxiety is a crippling disease that distracts us from relationships with God. Oh, amen. Anxiety takes over our minds and plugs our thoughts into darkness. There are causes and triggers when it comes to anxiety. There are causes and triggers of anxiety. And we must be aware of both. We got to be aware of the cause. We've got to be aware of the triggers. And it is amazing to me it, during my time of marriage, my husband, Serena, knew what can push me, what could get me there. And, and it's amazing how sometimes people on purpose get you there in that place you don't want to go. Because it's not a good place. It brings out the ugliness in us. My God. So we're, we're, we've got to get to know the causes and triggers of the issues that make anxiety worse, that makes it prevalent, such as a stressful job, or living with a disease, or even rational or social problems, being overly concerned with family problems, troublesome children, such responsibilities, uh, hurts can trigger anxiety. Remember, I say where there's anxiety, it's friend stress shows up. And stress causes those triggers. It just brings the causes up and, and it triggers something else on the inside of us. Uh, we find here in 1965 that evangelist Billy Graham wrote these words. Anxiety is the natural result when our hopes are centered in anything short of God and his will for us. If I'm going to be stress-free, if I'm not going to allow anxiety to rule my life, then I've got to allow the Spirit of God to rule my life rule, my actions, my movement, 
I need the Spirit of God. Can I get somebody to say with me, I need the Spirit of God. It is not God's will that our lives be filled with fear. It's not God's will that I walk in worry and anxiety. The word of God constantly reminds us that God frees us from whatever causes us to be stagnant in our living. The Bible says here in Psalms 55, cast your burdens onto the Lord and he will sustain, which means if you give what bothers you to God, he's going to keep you. And he will not permit the righteous to be moved. First Peter 5 and 7. Cast your burdens unto the Lord. Cast your burdens. Cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Uh, the word cast means to throw. Can I get you a lantern to get it uh, uh, this morning that I can throw, I can toss uh, like I do a ball or something? I can throw it. He said, cast your cares upon me. Get, just throw it at me. I can handle it. You don't have to be on Xanax and all these different types of things to keep you calm and keep you in a, in a sound place. The Lord says this morning, Pastor Jenkins, the Lord is telling us, I need you to throw it, give it, pass it. I can carry your anxieties. And listen, the Lord is saying, Elandra, I really don't like how you're letting your anxieties and stress handle your life. Galia, I don't like what I see. I don't like what it does to you. I don't like the emotional roller coaster it causes in your life. I don't like the manipulation of your emotions because of anxiety and worrying about things that's going to happen that will never happen. So I want you to give it to me. Pass it to me, girl. Pass it to me, young man. Let me handle it because I can give it. Casting all your anxieties on me. Remember this morning we're talking about anxiety cannot rule. So if anxiety and stress is ruling your life, it simply means you're not trusting your God. My God, because you cannot walk in the peace of your God and let stress and anxiety rule your emotions. No, somebody ought to say, I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm not doing it. I've been doing it, but I'm not doing it. I can't worry about the things that I cannot change. I'm not doing it. He said, cast your burdens in Psalms 55. First Peter 5, he said, casting all your anxieties. 
And then in Isaiah 41, he says, fear not because I'm with you. Why are you anxious? I, I don't want you to be anxious for nothing. Uh, I am your God. Be not dismayed. I will strengthen you. I will help you. And I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. He's saying you don't have to allow anxiety and stress. To, to to push you down because I am your God. Isaiah 41. I am your God. Don't you be confused about it. I am your God and I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to help you and I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. That I don't move, I will lift you above. My God, I will hold you up over it so it can penetrate your life i am your god you need to find that in your bible and circle it that's circling every one of my bibles because every now and then i have to go back to it bonnie don't be scared i'm with you be not dismayed i am your god and since I'm your God in that one verse, it's three promises. I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to help you. And I'm going to uphold you. These are the promises of the, of the God we serve. Glory to God. He said, come to me. We talked a little bit about that yesterday. Uh, uh, come to me and I'll give you rest. You don't have to go to your friend. Come to me. As we learn to trust in the Lord, anxiety strongholds be broken. As we learn to trust the Lord, then the anxiety of our lives, that spirit, that stronghold will surely be broken. Trusting him takes practice. So when negative circumstances arise, we should view them as opportunities to practice trusting God. Opportunities to build our faith. Opportunities to mature and grow up in God. Several years ago, I had a heart attack. My main artery was 100% blocked. I was preaching a conference and I had at least a hundred or more people sitting in front of me. And as I began to end my preaching and to do the altar call, something hit me in the middle of my chest. And it was a feeling like I had never ever felt before. Even though I did not know at the moment that's what was going on, something inside of me made me feel like something was happening that had never happened before. So uh, as I lay for a year in recovery, it seemed like life was almost over for me. But thank God, um, almost isn't good enough. And as Brandy say, almost doesn't count. I was carrying undoing and my heart attack. Let me give you some information. I was carrying uncontrollable anxiety, stress for worrying about things that I could not 
change. I had no control over. My son, whom I had raised in the church, had become very rebellious and wanted nothing to do with me. He chose to hang with the wrong crowd that got him kicked out of school. As we know, evil communication corrupts good manners. The enemy wanted to destroy my life. I prayed, I fast, I counseled, and did everything I knew to do. And yet there was no change. How can the preacher pull everybody out of the fire except her own child? He went from youth detention to youth boot camp to jail, and finally he ended up in prison. But you know what? I, I find that he was my trouble that God turned into my treasure. Yes, I fought for him, and he became my present treasure. Amen. The stress was so overwhelming to the point where I wanted to put my Bible down because it seemed to be working for everybody but me. I finally reached the point of realizing that I needed to shift my energy from stressing to trusting. Can I say that again? I had to shift my energy from stressing to trusting. Glory. I knew that regardless of what the enemy was saying, my work was not over and I had a kingdom assignment that I had to fulfill. So I began to learn how to cast my troubles on the only God who was able to handle them. My savior, my God, my king, my deliverer, my comforter. And he completely turned my son around. He did it while he was in prison. He came home with a mind to serve Jesus. He come out of prison. And the saints were saying, oh, that, that's jailhouse religion. It won't last. Can I tell you it lasts? Because I lay before God, I stopped stressing about what I could not change and did it like the lesson says this morning. I cast, I threw, I passed all my burdens and anxieties onto the Lord because he could carry them for me. Today, not only is he a free man, but he's a great preacher. He's a pastor, he's a father, and he's a mentor to other young men. Don't give up on your children. Although they're stretching, don't give up on them. Uh, they sometimes break our hearts and they disappoint us. My God, after we've invested so much in them, yet... There are lessons to be learned through our dilemmas. Take comfort in the fact that God has your child in his hands. 
Keep praying and trusting. And watch God turn your child or your children around. I'm a book. I live the life of watching God bring my child from preaching, prison, from prison to preaching. From being bound to being free. You see, my trouble shoved me into the face of the almighty God. My trouble pushed me into a deeper relationship with God. It caused me to pray without ceasing because I refused to see my son die in the streets. It caused me to call on him, the one and only living God, knowing that he would answer and show me great and mighty things. Maybe you don't know what it feels like to be uh, 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 almost fainting on the inside because you know your child is in danger and they don't want your help. To know your child could end up dead and you ain't nothing you can say. You can't even reach him. And I've gotten up out of my bed a many nights and laid on the floor. And I laid there and I prayed some day, nights till the sun came up. Some nights I prayed until my husband said, girl, you're going to have to trust God because this is going to kill you. But it was when I realized it was nothing I could do but pray that God began to change his mind. He began to, to take those uh, negative, wicked thoughts out of his mind because I laid there. I said, God, I, I, Lord Jesus, I'm like Jacob. I'm not letting go until you bless me and bless my son and get him out of those streets. God, I'm not letting go until you put into the mind of my husband the value of who I am. God, I'm not letting go until you show me the direction that you have for my life. So I won't waste a lot of time doing things that, that you've not called me to do. Yes, we waste time doing things God didn't call us to do. <laughs> because somebody asked us to do it. You just got to know where you are, what season you're in, and what you need to be doing at the time. As I, we approach our closing this morning, I decided. That anxiety could not rule my life because that would mean that it would have to sit on the throne of my heart. And there's only one room for one king on the throne, and that is Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God. He reigns forever. Speak to whatever stress, or anxiety that's been trying to dominate you and let it know that there's no more room in this end. My God, I love Jesus.
Speak to whatever stress. I'm going to say it again. Speak to whatever stress, whatever anxiety that has been trying to dominate. Because remember we're saying today, anxiety cannot rule. Let it know there's no room in this end. And they that know their God, the Bible says, and they that know thy name will put trust in you. For thou, Lord, has not forsaken them that seek you. Psalms 9 and 10. Psalms 9 and 10. And they that know your name will put their trust in you. For you, the Lord, has not forsaken them that seek. God is not going to let us down if we seek him. <laughs> that The scripture says here, he, he will not forsake them that seek him. If you trust him, my God, they that put, that know his name and put their trust in it, he, he's going to work a work in your life. Our prayer this morning is, Father, I thank you that anxiety does not rule dominate or free, have free reign in my life. Father, I thank you that anxiety does not rule, have a rule. Anxiety does not dominate. Anxiety does not have free reign in my life. But you, you are the ultimate authority. So teach me to trust you more and more in Jesus' name. It won't rule. You know why anxiety won't rule in my life? Because I'm not going to let it. How do you stop it, Dr. Hill? How do you get, how do you stop it? You know how you stop it? You stop it from Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I can limit anxiety. I can limit stress through this scripture. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your path. You want to limit the stress and the anxiety? Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Oh, glory to God, I love Jesus. Glory to God, I love Jesus. Yes, heart palpitations and all. Acknowledge the Lord, and all trust the Lord in all your ways. Lean not to your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him, and he's going to direct our path. When we don't do that, then we have things to handle that we cannot handle, that he would handle for us if we acknowledged him, if we trust him. Our affirmation today, this is so good. Today, I will praise and not panic. My God. 
Today, I will praise and not panic. Can I say that again? Today, I will praise and not panic. I will be still and know that he's God. And I will believe God, knowing that he will bring it to pass. Today, I will praise and not panic. I will be still and know that he is God. And I will believe God, knowing that he's going to bring it to pass. One more time. Our affirmation today is, and I affirm, today we will praise and not panic. We will be still and know that he's God. And we will believe God, knowing that whatever it is, he's going to bring it to pass. All things to pass. Yes, I will praise. Somebody ought to text that in. I will praise and not panic. My God. Today, today, I can't count tomorrow because it's not here yet. I may not even go into tomorrow. But today... I will praise and not panic. Glory to God. That's what I'm going to do today. I, today, today, I will praise and not panic. Glory to God. Thank you for meeting us here. We're on our 15th day of our 21 days of inner healing for the soul. And as always, I, I just hope to God that I'm pouring something in your life that will change your life for the rest of your life. I hope you are being strengthened in the Holy Ghost. I hope you're gaining and gleaming from the wisdom of God that your life can change as you go toward your future. And my prayer for you today as always is that the peace of God will enfold you. And that the power of God will uphold you. And that the wisdom of God will control you. This is my prayer for you today. So you go forth and you enjoy your Thursday. And remember, today, somebody say it with me, today, today, I will praise and not panic. Glory to God. I feel that down in my sanctified soul. I will praise and not panic. Our journey tomorrow is our 16th day. And we our thing our topic tomorrow is a journey to wholeness. Our 15th day. A journey to wholeness. So until tomorrow. Until tomorrow, until tomorrow morning, uh, we bless the Lord. And uh, we're so grateful for what the Lord is doing for us. And he's doing a great work in Jesus' name. So be very, um, uh, be very, very sure. And believing in the God that believes in you. So today we praise and we not panic. 
In Jesus' name. Your host, Dr. Bonnie Hill, loving on all of you with all the life that's in me. Until the next time. Ladies, let me say this. Don't forget all of those that have been coming on the 21 day. Thank you for the ones that have. But we would love just to be a blessing to the ministry for you to sow the $21 seed uh, to the ministry to help us do a greater work. Blessings until tomorrow.